In this bulletin, Australian writer Yang Hengjun imprisoned in China won't appeal his suspended death sentence. Supporters of Julian Assange hold vigils around the world as his case comes before the High Court in London. And in tennis, Irina Sabalenka beaten in blustery conditions at the Dubai Championships. Good morning from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam al Ghalib. The family of Australian writer Yang Heng Jun says he will not appeal the suspended death sentence imposed by a Chinese court. They say further legal challenges would be detrimental to his welfare. Dr. Yang was found guilty on espionage charges in China in February after spending five years in prison and still faces the prospect of life behind bars at the end of a two-year suspended death sentence. In a letter written by Dr. Yang's family and friends, they said they supported the imprisoned writer's decision to waive his right to appeal. They also said it was difficult to believe the system is capable of remedying the injustice of his sentence. The United States has vetoed an Arab-backed UN resolution demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. The vote in the 15-member Security Council was 13 to 1, with the United Kingdom abstaining. This is the third U.S. veto of a Security Council resolution calling for a ceasefire. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says the Biden administration vetoed the resolution because it may interfere with ongoing U.S. efforts to arrange a deal that would also lead to the release of hostages taken during Hamas's 7th of October attack in southern Israel. We're not giving up. We're eager to continue working with the Council on this proposal one that would see a temporary ceasefire as soon as practicable based on the formula of all hostages being released and one that would get aid into the hands of those Palestinians who so desperately need it. About 1,200 people were killed and 250 others taken hostage during Hamas's invasion of southern Israel. The Gaza Health Ministry says over 29,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israel's response. Supporters of Julian Assange have held vigils in 120 locations around the world, including Sydney and Melbourne, as the WikiLeaks founder makes what could be his final bid to avoid extradition to the United States. A two-day hearing at the High Court in London is due to consider whether Mr. Assange will be allowed a full appeal to the extradition decision made in 2022 by the then Home Secretary Preeti Patel. He's been held in Belmarsh Prison for almost five years, as the battle in the British courts has continued for the last 13 years. Mr. Assange could face life in prison if convicted of spying charges brought by the U.S. over the publication of secret U.S. military files from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Last week, Australia's House of Representatives passed a motion urging the U.S. and U.K. governments to allow Julian Assange to return to Australia. The United States says it is preparing additional major sanctions on Russia in response to opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death in an Arctic penal colony. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the new sanctions will be revealed later this week. He says the sanctions will coincide with the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's clear that President Putin and his government are responsible for Mr. Navalny's death. In response, at President Biden's direction, we will be announcing a major sanctions package on Friday of this week to hold Russia accountable for what happened to Mr. Navalny. 
and quite frankly, for all its actions over the course of this vicious and brutal war that has now raged on for two years. The Queensland Police Service has told the Senate inquiry it is continually adapting to meet the needs of First Nations people. In the latest public hearing for the federal inquiry into missing and murdered First Nations women and children, officials from the Queensland Police Service have given evidence about inequality experienced by First Nations victims and survivors in the criminal justice system. Inspector Sam Bliss from the Queensland Police Service's First Nations Division says the testimonies given by victims to the inquiry are concerning. Me hearing this from these uh, victims that have stepped forward and provided this information um, does concern me um, from an organisational point of view and that we have police out there that aren't um, being victim-centric, that aren't focused on our victims, it actually is concerning and, and that's something that we need to be better um, and certainly look at our people um, if, that's, if this is what's happening. The inquiry is due to report its finding in June of 2024. In tennis, Arena Sabalenka has been beaten on her return to action after retaining her Australian Open crown, succumbing to Donna Vekic in blustery conditions at the Dubai Championships. The world number two ranked Sabalenka blew a set and 2-0 lead as the Croatian rallied to win 6-7, 6-3, 6-0 in the second round. It was her sixth win in eight meetings between them. They go back eight years and Vekic dominated the early meetings, but Sabalenka made the Grand Slam breakthrough when she beat Vekic in the Australian quarterfinals a year ago en route to her first major title. Sabalenka led 5-3 before settling the first set in a tiebreaker. Sabalenka, coming off a three-week layoff after her Melbourne triumph, then led 2-0 with the point for 3-0. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam El-Ghalib. Thank <laughs> you.